Hey y'all, it's Jenny Mosley, and we are here live with the Elevate Effect. It's time to take the dental field to a whole nother level. Fly with me, folks. Let's get real and let's get uncomfortable. All right, folks, as we've always said, we are going to be uncomfortable and uh, we're going to stay real. And today we have a special person who's going to continually visit us on the Elevate Effect because he continually stays uncomfortable and real. And he is going to speak a lot about how he personally brands people and stays outside of the box. He's a photographer, a professional photographer who is contracted with Ferrari. He does automotive, he does editorial, he does travel, and he also works with us silly dental people. So um, if you ever want to think about taking your profession to new heights, listen to us because we've got the answers for you. Hello, everybody. We are back again with another Woo-hoo. episode with another new guest who's going to be a recurring guest. I'll introduce him in a ah, minute. Um, but so we're Jen- excited. <laughs> Jenny and I are both really Sorry. looking forward to just learning from him and talking to him. And uh, I'm looking forward to just hearing you two talk about all the things we're going to talk about. So today we have on uh, Mr. Paul Graham. And it's my understanding that you to met at one of at a, a photo shoot one of elevate clients photo shoot that's where you all officially met or can you well actually i don't it wasn't an elevate client it was actually um a patient um here we were do, uh, paul was doing a shoot with one of our patients here and i was screaming behind him in the background yay 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 that's awesome yay <laughs> you were you were a great cheerleader through the whole shoot that was awesome well, I've never seen somebody so quickly capture a vision. It was un- unbelievable. Um, and so today, obviously, Erica's going to segue what we're going to be discussing. But to, to so quickly capture what my brain has been saying for 20 years in the dental field, it was it was a really incredible moment for me. So <clears throat> that's something impressive to be able to do, Paul. So way to go. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, it's. To- it, uh... She, you're a good communicator, Jenny. So it was uh, that was that was easy to work with. Them. Well, thanks again and welcome officially to the Elevate Effect podcast. Um, so we'll get right into it. So um, today we wanted to talk about, you know, back in November of last year, 2022, you came to an Elevate seminar and helped do a presentation called Out of the Box, Brand or Be Branded. So we kind of wanted to talk more about that Um that presentation and dive into that a little bit deeper for people who weren't able to be there or if they were there and they're like, wait a minute, what did he say? Uh, we wanted to get it out there a little bit more. So um, Great. you t- tell me a little bit about how you came up with that, that title alone and the two of you working together and how that vision came to life. Well, it's really, um, it, it's something I try and live. I mean, you know, with what I do photographically and, and even, you know, with my, my M&A work over the years, I think branding has just become more and more important to to anybody, you know, wh- whether you're in business or not in business, we all have a brand. And and so it's what, what are you communicating um, to the world in terms of who you are and what you do, who you serve and why you serve them. That, that Those are all elements of branding. And then you throw in the photographic side and the importance of being able to present that, whether it's in stills or with video, um, it's just become more and more important. And part of 
how I try and live my life is out of the box. And I don't like being put in a box. And yet we're, we all have a box that we're, we either put ourselves in or people perceive us to be. So they, they put us into that box. And, and I try and work to be out of that box and, and constantly pushing to challenge myself, to change, to grow, all of those elements that I'm, I think we'll probably get into a little bit deeper later. Um, but I, it was fascinating to me. I think, Jenny, you, you, you and I talked about this after we didn't really talk much about what Jenny wanted for the seminar. We just talked about, well, let's, let's, you know, can, can you talk about branding? And, and so the out of the box <laughs> thing was a very natural thing for me to talk about. And then lo and behold, I mean, Jenny was, was bouncing up and down, I think a little bit when we got into this because we just, it just sort of connected well to what you were trying to accomplish with the, with the conference and what, what my message was. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting because, you know, the elevate effect, right? Not a lot of people want what elevate has, but not a lot of people want to do what it takes. And so Mm -hmm. there's not a lot of people that tend to, they, they, they either come to it and they don't tend to stick it out or they tend to get, they're scared to start it. Um, and so when you go to these seminars, they are the people that are, are, are there, they're there for growth. They're there for, 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 for change, but, but there's still, there's still a little bit, bit of fear. And when you, when you, you, I mean, and it chills, right? I mean, we just, you said the things that some of these guys needed to hear by somebody else other than me. Um, and for, for, for credibility purposes, for, you know, um, reassurance, um, for somebody out of a different profession that is saying exactly what I'm saying in the profession. Um, and so, you know, dentistry is a box period, end of story. And to think that we are, we're able to take these people and let them be a dentist stuck in a box, getting out of it is an incredible feat. It's, it's almost impossible. And we are working together to do that. And man, it's been an incredible ride. And when you brought it out, I mean, so many people at the end of the, even just your before your presentation at, after the video, we're just like, whoa, you know, whoa, we, we have missed the boat here. Um, and, um, I mean, we've, we've obviously proved it even with, with Ryan, I mean, for, for us to take over a dental practice of a very long reputation of 30 plus years of a very, very respected individual to get this young kid that comes out to, to have the same level of acceptance um, if I didn't find you, Paul, I don't know if I would have had somebody who'd been able to do it with me. Uh, cause when I open my mouth and say what I want to do, people are like, are you out of your mind? Like it's dentistry. <laughs> What's wrong with you? I mean, and I'm like, I want to talk about his shoes and they're like, what? <laughs> um, and the fact that you had it, you made it come to life and proved that there's more to it than the dental box. And that's, it's just been incredible. I cannot wait to see where else we go. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking forward to it. And, and you, you have an incredible message and an incredible vision for what you're bringing to your clients. And, and so it's, it's marvelous working with you uh, on that and, and to have, to have that kind of um, uh, just mutual understanding of, of what that means. Um, and you, you hit on a key point of uh, most people are fearful to move out of that box and it, it takes commitment and time and, and uh, some courage, you know, 
in many cases. So I think you've, you've done an amazing job with your clients of moving them in directions that they may never, never have thought would have been possible for them. You know, it's funny as we move through this, um, not even today, but just in, even in the future, we talk about the elevate effect is that whole balance as, as much as you can to have spiritual and mental and physical and professional and get all, all those components in your life have to have a section. And it was really interesting because, um, you know, when you answered the question, uh, and Erica asked a, a question, which we, we tend to like to interview. And as you know, and your answer was the complete opposite of mine, but it meant the same. And it was really incredible. I'm like, gosh, um, you know, it, and, and I can't wait to get to that. And again, well, I, I was going to say squirrel a lot. We loved the, we loved your answer so much that we almost want to make it its own podcast on just that alone. Right. Well, <laughs> like, Cause really, you and I actually, could go, boy, there is a lot that we could do with that. Just that yes. alone, I think could be a, its own episode. So we might not get to that today, but it, we will get to it at some point. Fair enough. Um, so for today, yeah. you know, you guys talk a lot about the box um, that people are in. So if somebody was listening to this and thinking, well, I, you know, how do they know what box they're currently in? Can you talk more about what that means? Well, I, I think there's a duality to a box, right? There's, there's, and I touched on this earlier in that there's a box we put ourselves in. How, how do we perceive ourselves? And then there's a box that people like to put us in. For example, well, you're a dentist, therefore you are this. And you know that 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 dentist may be uh, a spouse, maybe a mother, father, friend. I mean, so there's 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 various various roles that go into defining that box. I think what the the important part there is to understand what that box that you want to be. Um, and then how large is that box? I mean, are you confined and constricted to how you're perceiving yourself? Do you let people confine and constrict you? Or do you have some room to grow? Do you have some room to move um, and, and, and allow that box to have to give you some fluidity with how you're living your life? You know, it's interesting, um, the, as I'm just thinking of like team members that we coach through this, not just necessarily dentist, when you, what you just said was, you know, I'm thinking of a person that's listening and, and saying, okay, in my, in my role in the dental office, um, I, you know, how do I learn how to get out of my box in a role? Um, because mm. you tend to feel like your role puts you in a box and that's what the elevate effect wants to influence people to do. That's that piece where even in sales, which is really cool. It's like, I, 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 um, I was so proud. Brie, we did a podcast a couple of weeks ago and talked about how to incorporate all the sections of your life in, 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 in spiritual, all that kind of stuff and utilize that. That's, that's sometimes getting out of your box, being humble to go, mm -hmm. you know, connect with somebody on your own personal experience. Like you said, the fluidity of being able to go, okay, this is what I am as a role, but as a person, what can I bring in as my other parts to my person to actually make my role get a little bit outside of that box? Um, and that's the, I think the shift for people, Paul, which maybe you can talk on is they feel like 
in their profession. It's weird. They feel like, well, no, I'm this, so I have to be this. And it's like, well, you, yes, you do, but you can add components, you know, like even go into your gallery, you know, yeah, you have a, 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 a contract and you work with Ferrari, but that doesn't mean that you aren't going and doing a personal photograph of somebody and utilizing some of that same component and you're out the outside doing something completely different. So, you know, it's like connecting those to just a dental employee is really incredible because they tend to feel like, how do I do it? Well, and, and I think, you know, we've, you and I have had a couple of two or three or four shoots now with some of your clients and, and um, it's something I try and do even photographically is understand what, what are they, what are they, what are they outside of that, that dental uh, smock? Uh, what do they what do they enjoy outside of of that dental office and try and take them out of that that environment? I mean, it's you know, it's the so often with doctors and lawyers and people that I do of that professional nature that we do portraiture for. You want to be in the boardroom with the suit and all buttoned up. And and I really work hard to get them out and you know we've had a couple of great examples of some really fun shoots that really let the personality of those your clients come out in those images in an environment that is not not their clinic or or the the dental office um and and i think at first probably was a little uncomfortable for them to to be i mean very how many <laughs> dentists do you know that that agree to go to a dark dingy you know, Allie. pathway in the, yeah. And, and, uh, and spend a couple hours there, you know, shooting and, and, and yet at the end of it, I think he had a good time. And, and those images from what I understand were, were pretty popular for him. So yeah, I that's, mean, that's taking that risk and getting out of that box. You know, it's like, it, just to, to give you a piece out there, people listening, I mean, you're getting people like in, in dental, in dental and in sales and things like that, you know, you tend to, you know, get a lot of people calling for specific services that get you stuck. And, 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 and so when you do this type of branding photography, it gets people to call for stuff that they would never before call for, which is just like, Hey, I saw this guy. He looks really cool. He doesn't look like a dentist. This might be where I need to be. We have a guy right now that came from Hilton head because of the one shoot where I mean, uh, the one, I don't know if you remember it, but it was Ryan and his white, the white uh, um, antique Porsche where we had the, oh, the, yeah. the, yeah. And he goes, look, that guy, he's got style. So he must do dentistry a certain way. And he's in, in treatment now. I mean, you're getting, if the people can hear us, you're, you know, it's, it's, it's truly, you're still a dentist. Ryan's still a dentist. The box is still there, but we're building all the components around him that he actually flourishes in which is his social life and his antique things and his desires. And we're still honing his in shoes. and letting people know his <laughs> shoes. I mean, and you know, I'll tell you what it's done, Paul. And I hope every, again, I, I hope people out there understand and hear, uh, he has become more confident in the room. He is now mm. utilizing what we have brought out in him out there to connect in the room. Like now he'll go in a room. If a, if a new patient or patient has a pair of shoes on, he'll go, Hey, I just, I just got this shoe or Hey, this tie. I mean, it's really taken even just him as a person to a different level. 
And, and I think, I mean, you've hit on a really important aspect of, of getting out of the box, if you would, that way, uh, in that uh, those patients will appreciate and respect and trust your client and Ryan in that case as a human being because they see them more, right? So they, they, he's just become more than just a dentist. He's actually somebody that they think is very cool and very relatable and, and will trust will trust them with with their dental work. And, and so that's a really key, that's a key element, I think. Well, you know, uh, what's really interesting is the Ryan even too, like if you're a dentist out there or even any profession and you, you feel, um, you know, sometimes I think, and I'm, I can only speak dentistry and, and Eric and I have license as well. You feel a re- sense of responsibility because you are their provider. And sometimes that creates a stress when, when you take care of somebody. And Ryan is a more highly stressed type of individual in the practice. And I believe when people come to him, from those photo shoots rather than coming to him for the dentistry. He is a different provider for them. He is a cooler, calmer provider, man. It's incredible to watch. Like Eric can speak to it too. The people that come to him for the signature service of pain or whatever, that's harder to handle. When they come to him because they just know him as an individual, he's more himself. I mean, I mean, I hope people are listening and understanding like this stuff can take you to different heights in your profession. It can really take you to different heights. It almost gives them a different sense of trust with him, I think, mm-hmm. because it's like, this guy knows what he's doing. He he has a, an eye for these certain things. He's interested in this, so I know he's looking for this. If that makes any sense. But it, it almost creates a, a layer of trust there in a different way that they have confidence in each other that whatever the patient's looking for, he's going to be able to deliver. So it's like, you got this, I got this, let's do it. You're, you're absolutely right. And, and I think, um, and not to wax too philosophically here, but in love this it, day go and for age it. Where, okay. <laughs> in this day and age where we're, we're so, I mean, we're doing this from different parts of the city and, and the, the, our use of technology is a blessing and a curse. And, and so people want connection. I think we saw that through COVID, right? It is, it's one of the one of the good things that I believe came out of a really terrible time in our lives. Uh, but people are looking to connect. And I think when you can, you can step out of a box and, and focus on really understanding what, what is that message that you want to convey, whether it's for your personal life, your professional life, if people connect with you, they're going to want to be there. They're going to want to be in that chair. And then as, as you said, Erica, to, to trust, to trust the doctor, to, to, uh, to do the work that they're looking for. Yeah. Well, you know, in a way it's funny, you know, Brad kind of did it, but without it, he, he really, to me knew that it was very important to build relationships outside of the practice. But when you're, um, you know, but he, you know, he, he, he fostered this himself through that community and Ryan didn't have that chance. And so we're able to do that with you through showing people who he is without having, you know, mm. the ability to connect with them. Cause you know, uh, Brad, you know, he's been here since he was young. So the, a lot of that relationship and trust was from being here in his twenties. Um, and so, um, it, it just, it's really fascinating to watch. And as you were just talking, I was thinking, okay, there's some dentists out there that 
can say to themselves, well, what do you mean? You're, you, you know, I'm proud to be a dentist. I, and I, I want to have people to know I'm a dentist, I'm a doctor. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm not saying that negative, but there are ways that that's, that's, I, I, and I don't know if you want to help me speak to this, that's speaking to what you want them to see you as you're not, you're not, you got to worry about what they need to see you as. That's the shift of what I'm trying to influence dentistry is, is there, you know, we always focus on what are the patients need to see us as they need to see us a certain way. Um, and that's the beauty of what I think we're doing together. The, you know, the interview questions and everything, it's like, what, you know, anything that somebody could go, wow, he likes that. Oh, maybe I could talk to him. He'd be normal guy. Let me go to him. Um, so if you can help me speak to that, because I think that we're not trying to take away that your profession and that you're proud of it. And we're not trying to say that that's not a beautiful thing. We're trying to get people to see you <laughs> differently. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, to, to comment on that, that the, um, the interview questionnaire that you shared with me with, with your client in Austin, with the, the dentist in Austin, um, that was so well done in that you you drew out his personality. I haven't even met him yet. We right. you know we're we're still planning the, the the photo session in Austin, but those three or four pages of that that intake, and he clearly spent some time thinking through some really key questions that get to the essence of who he is, because he is first and foremost a dentist and for his clients. But he's just an amazing uh, amount of information he shared about himself and his background and where he came from and why he does some of the things that he does. Um, That intake process that you have with your clients was phenomenal because, as I said, we we haven't even met him or I haven't met him yet. But um, we're, we're already planning a shoot based on what that intake survey was all about. And... That, that was just an incredible tool that you've developed for your clients that way. Well, you know, it's like <clears throat> being in the profession. I think the beauty of, of what God did for me by putting me in this profession, the one that I always mm-hmm. wonder why I'm here, uh, is <clears throat> is because of the fact that I I know in my heart that there are so many people that want to get help and they're scared and they're intimidated. Mm-hmm. And in dentistry, they, a lot of what we feel we should be is that personality. And so what, what people don't want is what we think they want. It's opposite. <laughs> and, and so I felt like, okay, as, as long as I'm in this profession, I will fight for that because there's so many lives that needs to be changed. And, and for me to get to heaven, I need to change a life as much as possible. So, um, yeah. I truly believe that I'm with you and reading his answers. I even was like, Kevin, I'm in my heart. Sorry. Anyway, I was in my heart saying, my gosh, do you realize if people knew some of this about you, forget it. You don't even need to tell them what you do. They would be ringing the telephone. Like this cat is amazing. He loves his family. He does this. He does that. You know, I'm with you. It it was like already I want to go. I want him as my dentist because he's just normal. Yeah, and, and, you know, I want to key on something you said there because you, you, what you talked about where God is positioning you on this, I, that, that's a calling. That's the difference uh, between being called and being driven, right? You're called. To, I call that my so that. I do this Ooh. so that I can accomplish these things. And I think, I think 
you know, going back to my comment about people want connection. And I think that's where the dental, the medical, the professional realm of services, they're doing that because they have a, they have a, a calling with their skills. And I, and I think you bring that out in your clients and, and let them kind of work through that fear because we all have, we all have fears. We all have things that we say, just, I just can't do that. I can't even imagine doing that in my life. And yet you've created a system that allows people to take those kind of risks and, and move out and back to the context here, move out of their box <laughs> into, into a new way of, of looking at, at how they're handling their, their life. And to speak to it, 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 it the challenge is twofold because it is not easy to get them there. So as mm -hmm. at, you know, you know, to, to, to be okay, to be, to have some enemies for some short period of time. I, I think God designed me to, to say, Hey, I, I, I don't need you to like me. I need you to win for yourself. I'm okay. I, cause I, mm -hmm. all I need is to get to heaven. And so for me, I just need him to like me. And if you need to, you've got to win, I'm willing to take that risk. So it, I'm hoping it helps inspire them to do that same. Um, this is in, in it for us. This is in it for the people's lives. You need to change. Absolutely. And, and, you know, there's, there's kind of three, three key elements to that is right that for your clients to adopt what it is you're you're trying to move them towards it it requires a commitment to change right because they, they come to you because they they want to change right so that's that's a very positive thing and yet that requires risk right yes. whether it's just internalized risk or external risk financial risk personal risk spiritual risk all all of it when you grow, that all gets wrapped up into that risk basket. And, and in, order, in order for them to kind of move outside of that box, if you would, they need to understand those underlying assumptions, you know, that, of what it is they want to accomplish. Who do they want to serve? You know, do they want to do just kind of the day-to-day the, the -day type of dentistry or do they want to focus on higher-end clients and, and and solving some of those issues with, with their patients. Um, all of those are kind of necessary to move outside of the box. Yeah, you know, corporations, uh, Paul, in den the dental field have, it, well, insurance companies and corporations have, you know, for a while there have kind of devalued the dental field. And mm. it's it's making us a, 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 our type of practice very 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 rare even in, more and more, and so many dentists are being approached to sell their practices very quickly for a lot of money, oh, yeah. and because and it's very difficult. So my fight is always for two things: one, the patients. Um, they need us around. Okay. And two is, do you want to go out like that? I'm trying so hard to go. Are you really want to go out like that? Like, think about it. And the really, the, 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 the high valued ones don't, but if you don't have somebody standing there saying, listen, you know, remember why you're doing this. Are you doing this just for the dollar? If you are, then yeah, go for it. If you're not, 
you, you know, remember. And I think that I think what you and I are doing is giving them another purpose is making them feel like there's more purpose in it. Um, and I believe even like with Ryan and, and even, even with Brill, it's like, it, 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 it gives them this whole nother thing to go, okay, I can, I can now be another person in it. Um, and so again, it is, it, you, it, you, you would, you would want to cry. It's sad what's happened to the, to, to the dental profession. Um, so, you know, this stuff that I'm trying to do and now so grateful to have God put us together that I believe we can help keep some of this alive because it's needed. It's really needed. If, if there was somebody out there listening who is thinking, you know what? I feel like I'm getting stagnant. I feel like I'm putting myself in a box. I really want to get outside of it. Or if there's somebody listening who knows you're about to come to them and just doesn't know what's, what's coming, uh, maybe hasn't gotten the questionnaire yet. How would you, what would you sort of advice give them to be prepared or look out, this is coming or how would you, obviously the questionnaire prepares them. I, in, in my mind, it prepares them a little bit of what's coming, but what, what would you tell them to be prepared or expect with working with you guys? Well, let me let Paul answer that. And the reason why I, I want you to do answer it like this, Paul, because I think it's be cool. He does this for other, every, almost every profession, right? Mm -hmm. So it would be neat if we heard from him how he prepares just any profession so that they can know that <clears throat> this isn't, this is getting out of the box. This isn't a dental box, right? This, so, isn't, this isn't show up with your white coat and be in the office and stand by the chair, <laughs> uh, which they might be used to. So, so what do you, yeah. Tell them and to get their mind ready for what they're about to go through. Boy, it's a it's a fascinating thing, you know, with with um, the work that I do with Self Magazine, and and they'll have like the the health issue or the legal issue or the the power issue, um, and some of the professionals I've I've literally worked on for five years to get them out of the boardroom. <laughs> out of the you know, standing beside the dental chair or in the in the surgery center um to to getting them comfortable enough with me to trust me to let them you know let them let me take them out to to wherever you know wherever that whatever their passions are outside of that the professional box um it's it just takes time and trust from from my perspective on that um and i still have still have some some professionals I'm still working on after five years of, of trying to move them in that direction. So I think the, the big thing there is one, uh, a number of big things, I guess. So one, one is listening to them, hearing what's important to them, what's important in their lives, um, getting them to open up about who they are much, much like you do Jenny with that, that intake interview. Um, I, I do that with just about everybody I photograph and, and, spend time before the shoot of understanding who they are and listening to them. Um, and then to just developing that relationship and that trust to, to create a shoot in which the perception that they have of themselves is consistent to who they are and yet opens up the door a little bit for people to see that they're they're not just a dentist or a doctor or a lawyer, that they actually have a life, they have a family, they, they have other passions. And so 
you know, shaping, shaping those perceptions in, in the shoots is important. And it's a very personal thing for them. And I never take that for granted. It's, it's, um, you know, they've got to be comfortable to allow that kind of communication to occur and to allow the shoot to kind of progress. And, and the more comfortable they are, the better, the better the images look, the better they look. And, you know, I work at kind of moving them outside of that group think, um, or that, you know, well, everybody else does their pictures that way, or they brand themselves this way. So I'd better do that too. Um, I really like to kind of work with people to kind of move them out of that, that kind of group type of thinking and, and adopt more of who they are. That's a long-winded answer. I'm not sure I answered your question. <laughs> well, you know what? I would I would love to add to it. You said some at the beginning. You know, the mag, the the the, um, the platform is also helpful. Like Michael, I've actually asked him to join me one time, and it would even be cool if he was on when you were on too, because Michael I do believe that South Magazine Brooks from South okay. Magazine. I apologize. Thank you, Erica. Um, he's he's like because I said you know. It, you know, a lot of magazines also, I mean, his platform allows you to be creative and he actually invites the, the edginess. And so for, for like, uh, there are uh, some dentists out there that say, look, magazines don't work. Um, and you know, I had them said to me for years, magazines don't work, Jenny. Okay. Well, no, the, it's not the magazine's problem. It's the messaging problem in my opinion. And we, we, we fix that and we've proved that now as to even with bringing you on and, um, and, but there are guys out there that we're you know, about to work with. That's some of the battle is, well, you know, there's no magazine out there or, or you know, it's, and, and so it's like, well, wait a second. You know, I remember I, I took Michael to lunch and um because i had to you know all he knew was was what this was and i i went took him to lunch to the vault of the street and i brought ryan and i just started to talk to him about what what really was is is what we want to do and how we want to do it and his openness and his ability to allow for us to be creative that does help as well so what would you speak to? Like, let's just say there's a community, there's an area that we go to and there's not a magazine like South. What would you say that could be some venues or platforms that they could use these shoots in, in order to still grab a community? Well, I think, I think it, it's one of the amazing things of technology today that we have in, in that um, there is so much, that can be done with images, whether it's on uh, Instagram, Facebook, um, you know, with with uh, Dr. Brill, what he did with the postcards from that shoot, and and the wild success that came out yes. of that. Um, the, you know, there there are all of those social avenues that I think. And that, that kind of comes down to the essence of branding, right? It, it, it's such a common, as is out of the box as well, but it's, it's a common catchphrase today that I think there's, I think we've just scratched the surface of how we can use technology today, whether it's print, video, you know, all of that, the stuff posted on there. I just think we're scratching the surface yet. And, and, and there's a lot more that can be done. So, you know, if there isn't a self magazine, you know, in it, wherever else in the United States, 
you know, I think there's other there's other opportunities that can be taken advantage of um, that, that can be used to to get a message out there. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like I'm glad you said that because sometimes they need to hear it from somebody other than me for credibility. And you said exactly yeah. what what I would say, because, you know, for example, I'm not a big social person. I'm, I, I people do it for me because, again, I'm a, a, just a very strong faith person. And I just feel like a lot of what's on social makes is a little bit of negativity in my heart. And I, I just want to stay on a good path. But with that being said, you know, it's really interesting. If you do, if you see somebody that has something popular happen out there on Instagram or TikTok or whatever it is, it's usually a, something about them getting outside of their box. It's a dance. It's an uncomfortable move. It's something outside of their box. You don't see somebody with veneers, a before and after blasting on social. <laughs> you see somebody dancing with their booty in the air, right? So it's like, yeah. why not follow that? You know, I, we, we could use some of this photo shoot and make stories on inst on the Instagram of just Absolutely. that person. And it's like, well, who's that guy? Instead of just like, here I am in my scrubs, I just prepped a full mouth. Like, you know, <laughs> and um, so I, I, you know, I just, I want them to hear that truly because, and again, I don't go on it a lot, but when I do this stuff that is, is attractive as I'm like, wow, that's, look at them. They're cute. Their little daughter's doing a dance with them and blah, blah, blah. And so I'm, I'm just glad you said that because, you know, I was stuck. I mean, I was stuck back in the day when I first rolled into all of this stuff here. I fought for this for magazine or I fought for photos so long. And I mean, I, I, I'm thankful that Ryan was an outside of the box thinker. I'm so proud of him. He's so fun to work with and he's proving it works. Um, it truly does work. So thank you for saying that. Does well, and I think one other thing there, when you when you think of that little video, the short the short video I did when we started the conference with you, I'm, I'm always fascinated when and I've, I've used that and I have a number of other longer ones, shorter ones, depending on where I'm talking. But um, I always like to sit back and just watch faces. And, uh, you know, those were all images that are used for marketing for branding for you know magazine for you know, a whole number of clients i've had over the years and and to see the face of people light up when they say wait a minute that's that that's very different and i think one of the one of the awesome comments because i always ask the audience so what do you what did you see and two people at the same time said life Right? And I thought, well, well that mm. is about the perfect answer I could have asked for. I couldn't have prompted anybody any better than that because that's, that's I think that's what the essence of what we're talking about here, right, is, is taking a life and sharing it and, and, and using that communication to serve clients, patients, Gosh, that's know, such whatever a, uh... that is. That is so beautiful because and, and, and I don't know if we want to write this down for me, Erica, because that what he just said, I could I use somewhere because I, I just saw a vision. So, you you know, when they said life to you and, you know, a patient that is struggling at home in pain, can't eat and embarrassed mm. and high fear, they want to see life. I could cry right now because mm. they want to see life. They don't want to see teeth. They don't want to see mm. that. They want to see life. They and like and that's what they're going to go. Okay, I think I can go there. That feels comfortable. That feels safe. Mm. That doesn't feel sterile. 
That's such a beautiful thing. And again, visionaries can think that way. And some people can think I am a nut job inside of a very strict profession. But I believe in this so much because there's so many people out there that want life and they don't choose it because they don't see life in the dental profession. They see fear. They see death. They see they see pain. They don't see life. Truly. So beautiful wow. way to put that into a summary, man. Woo. Woo. <laughs> I mean, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I couldn't wait for today. I'm like, gosh. I mean, you just, um, I just am so utterly grateful to have, have, have God. I mean, again, we are going to get into spiritual so much. I can't wait because, you know, you know, I have to always have it. And so you're going to be my, my, um, platform to incorporate the spiritual part of who we are. Cause I feel like we are all, uh, here for one reason. And if we don't acknowledge it, then, um, you know, we're fools. So I anyway. so agree. I call those I call those and the meetings that we have and how this all came about, those are divine appointments that that, that God has orchestrated and, and I really do feel that that our our meeting and and the work that we're doing is really a divine appointment. Me too. Me totally. I feel like I wanna end there, Ooh. but <laughs> why <laughs> So if I'm a dentist and I'm having a hard time answering, maybe give an example of one of the questions are, and how somebody can start thinking about just what their brand is, and then do they have to know what that is before they can brand themselves with somebody like you? I don't know how to ask that any other way. Are you asking that of me or of, of Jenny? Mm -hmm. Of you. You. So I, 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 think, I think, you know, kind of an interesting... <clears throat> And interesting, and I talked a little bit about this in November, but maybe talking about what branding is not. Mm -hmm. right? It's not a one-off. It's not. It's not sporadic. It's not um, post a week, you know, on Facebook. Right. Uh, it's it's not you know staying committed to the vision of what you want. Community is that is not branding. I think maybe, maybe that's for somebody that's struggling with it because I think those are all very common common elements of branding, right? They think, well, I'm, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram, I maybe do a TikTok video every now and then, but that's not branding, right? LinkedIn, um, having a terrible, a terrible, it's one of my pet peeves is some of the LinkedIn, you know, headshots that people have are just abysmal. Uh, who, who would actually want to engage with somebody that looks, you know, underlit and they look like they're, you know, on death row, you know, <laughs> right. Um, right. so, sorry, I'm, I'm digressing here, but may, maybe that's a starting point with people. So, you know, and then, and then lead into what branding is, which is, it should be creative. It should be natural because it's, it's who that person is, right. That you're trying to bring out. And, and that always does not happen overnight. As I, as I said earlier, I mean, I, it took me five years for some of the professionals in town here to trust me enough to say, okay, let's, let's do this out of the office this time. Um, let's show a little bit of my life and, and um, helping them figure out where their fears are, what it is that they're afraid of if they actually let that personal side come out and then show them what, what can happen. You know, Jenny, you've got some great, 
great tangible examples of what can happen when when your clients are prepared to step out of the box and 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 rethink their branding. And so by you know by 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 working with them that makes that message unique to their personality, their practice, their principles, their worldview. Um, and then finding ways to package that up and work with them to, to put together that message. I think that, I think that's a starting point, Erica, that, that, uh, many people may have to work through. Mm-hmm. Great advice is, um, you know, you, 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 know, after meeting with Paul and even, um, doing some things with these guys and, and women, I, I, you know, you can almost write down for yourself, your own interview, and ask yourself mm-hmm. questions and write them down and, and ask yourself, um, am I, am I walking the walk that I want to walk? And if I'm not, what is the walk I want to walk? And if those two things are different, then find somebody like Paul or like us or whoever that can help you walk and get, figure out how to walk the walk you want. Um, and, um, because if you're uncomfortable being something in your profession, but you're doing it because you, you love the profession, but you're not yourself, write that down, write it down who you are and then say, okay, can I, how do, how do you help me incorporate who I am with my profession? Cause it's two different people. Um, if it, you know, and again, we talk about elevate effect and with Paul, we're going to go through all this, all those sections of, of spirituality, mental, physical, all those things. If you're not incorporating all, all, all those in, in somehow little pieces in your profession, then you are not, you can definitely utilize some branding components, man, because it personally, there's things that people don't know about you yet. And then they can just take you to different heights. So interview yourself. Um, I kind of did. And that's why, I mean, I, I mean, I'm next. He knows that's coming for me, but he's, I'm going to be his client. <laughs> and um, so, and, and, and I, I did it for myself. I'm like, wow. Um, you know, I, I, there's a lot I want to change, you know, or not change, but add. So that to me would be a good component. Like, and to piggyback what Paul said, it's like, you know, find really, really, really start finding for yourself what it is that you you as a person are missing in your message and are you walking your own walk? And you know, what's fascinating and I've, I've seen this over my career. Um, when I ask people define, define what you're doing and why, um, you sometimes get that blank look like, what, what do you mean? I'm, I'm, use this example i'm a dentist that's that's what i'm the third generation dentist and that's what i was expected to do and this is how i see it and um that question just starting from that sometimes is just you know determining that message is sometimes a very difficult question to answer because some people haven't thought that through they're just doing they're doing what they're doing because that's what they've done Yes. And um, so to, to get them to move off of that basis and to think, think through how they could still do, assuming they love what they do and they, they you know, and I've sadly have met a lot of people that really hate what they do and yet they feel like they're stuck in this box for multitudes of reasons. 
to me, that's one of the saddest things in life, I think, to, to spend that kind of committed time and not, not enjoy what you're doing. But that aside, I mean, to, to get people to think through their message um, is not an easy thing for people to answer sometimes. Yeah. Paul, if people want to connect with you, they're interested in learning more from you, how do they find you on the internet or how do they, how do they get a hold of you if they want to learn more about you? And what well, you the easiest way, if they've got any questions, just email me at uh, dpg at imagegram.com. Uh, my Facebook, my personal Facebook page is dpaulgram on Facebook. Uh, imagegram is my Facebook uh, for the photography. And then on um, Instagram, uh, dpaulgram. Okay. And, you know, and then if they want to kind of get inside my head a little bit, you, you know, I write that Monday five things every Monday. Yes. That South publishes digitally and I run it on Facebook as well. Uh, but that's been an 11 year process for me of, of sort of sharing where my, this crazy brain goes sometimes on a weekly basis. It's, it's a nice thing. I mean, I, fo- I follow you on Facebook and I think that's where I see it pop up. Um, I follow you on all, all social media, so I'm not sure exactly which one I'm getting, but I get you either on Instagram or Facebook. Um, and it's a nice thing to start off the week with. So, um, if well, I appreciate that, it really is, it, it kind of sets a mind, a mindset for the week. So it's a, it's a nice thing to start off with and it's always there and you can always count and it's always early. <laughs> I think you post it at like five o'clock in the morning or something like that. So that's usually um, between five and six, I usually have it wrapped up and posted. And, um, that's, that's been 11 over 11 years and I've never missed a Monday. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we're going to have Paul on again, hopefully it, it probably about once a month, I think is, is our schedule. As long as we can keep going and make it happen, we're going to make it happen. So, we're not done with Paul. We got a lot well, more to go over to. with. Um, another Looking day. Forward to it. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's an honor to be here. Right. Thanks, Paul. Thanks for joining us for another episode. As you know, we're always looking for feedback, so please don't forget to give it to us. Let us know if there's anything you want to hear about, and don't forget to follow us on social media so you don't miss out on what's coming up next.